0: Welcome to the East Surrey Bumped Birth podcast, hosted by myself, Emma, and my wonderful friend, Becca. This podcast is dedicated to -to parents-to-be and new families in the East Surrey area, providing a wealth of knowledge and support through the exciting journey of pregnancy and birth. Join us as we discuss everything from prenatal care and childbirth education
1: to navigating the challenges of life with a new baby will be joined by guest expert speakers including midwives, doulas, breastfeeding experts, nutritionists and more, who will share their insights and expertise to help you make informed decisions and
0: feel confident in your choices. Whether you're a first-time parent or a seasoned pro, the East Surrey Bump to Birth podcast has something for everyone. With a focus on empowering parents, we will help you feel calm, confident and supported through your pregnancy and birth journey. So tune in and get ready to be inspired. Hi, Emma. Hello, Becca. How are you doing? I'm all right. We've got a bit of a serious conversation to have today. We do. Well, it's been
1: quite an eventful couple of days, really, in terms of updates with uh, everything East Surrey, isn't it, really? So we thought we'd come on and just kind of talk about it and give a bit of clarity to people about what's going on and also what you can do now that this been happening
0: yeah. so so a little bit of context yeah. today is the 6th of july so of 2023 so if you are listening to this in the future months years in advance hopefully this problem has resolved and it's no longer affecting you mm. and also we will say that this is an ever-changing situation absolutely so what we say now might be different next week etc etc and we will update as much as possible Absolutely. but as of the 5th of july 2023 sash maternity announced that they are having to temporarily ban the use of gas yes at east surrey hospital
1: and this is something that's actually happening at various maternity units across the country it so it's is. not just it's East Surrey; it's a nationwide problem. problem um and it all stems down to not about the safety of The ladies themselves, the pregnant ladies themselves. It's not a safety risk to pregnant ladies. It's a safety risk to the the birth workers and the midwives that are working around it every day. Yeah.
0: The long, kind of short, long story short is that basically they've done some testing into the kind of residual residual levels of gas and air in the environment within the hospital. Yeah. And have found that that is at a higher level than is deemed safe which long-term, so it's, we're talking long-term exposure, so the midwives working yep. long shifts, yep. day after day, constantly breathing this in, not yep. the women in having their babies or their yep. birth partners, there's yep. no risk to them, yep. but for this l- prolonged exposure um, and the evidence is kind of pointing towards low B12 levels yep. and the effects that has on Nerve, um, sort of like nerve damage yeah, and talk of fertility, fertility issues
1: and tiredness as well because yes. obviously B, vitamin b12 affects tiredness so a lot of tiredness yeah. issues and it well. is
0: all a bit wishy-washy the evidence isn't mm. it's a bit but regardless the policy now has been until they can put in better ventilation yeah to make sure that those residual levels in the air are lower you're unable to use gas yeah. and air within any Surrey hospitals. So yes. we mean within the birth centre, within the delivery suite. Yes. This does not affect home birth at but, this current yes. time. So thankfully, if you are having a home birth,
1: gas and air is still available for home birth. And the reason behind this is because they feel... Home births, they're they're able to better ventilate the rooms. You're more likely to be able to open the windows and the doors. And obviously, people's homes are bigger rather than small hospital rooms. So they feel it's safe for birth workers at home births because it can be better ventilated for them. Yeah,
0: and also when they're coming into a house, it hasn't had gas and air being pumped into it
1: constantly for however long before It's a fresh
0: environment. So it is
1: purely just birth centres and the hospital yeah.
0: It's not available. So what we wanted to do today is come in and offer a bit of reassurance, a bit of explanation, so that if you are due a baby in the next days, weeks, we don't have a timeline at the moment. Mm. It sounds like, with fingers crossed, hopefully in maybe four-ish weeks' time, situation yeah. might change. But they're not making any promises. No, I mean
1: what they seem to be trying to do at the moment is is finding short-term solution yeah to which is better than
0: nothing
1: which is better than nothing because yeah. a long-term solution will take a long time in terms of estates wise trying to f- figure yeah.
0: out god knows what exactly
1: yeah. but they were talking about bringing in units which can ventilate the room can yeah. take the levels down and sort of um help that way yeah. so that's a short-term solution and they they seem to hope that
0: it will be about a month's yeah. turnaround they to want to do it as soon as possible yeah because they need to do that's s- equipment they've got to Test. Source. Yeah. This is problems that is happening nationwide. So even if there are these machines, I'm guessing they're in relatively high demand. Yeah. So, so it's
1: also having to test knows? again. So no, they, yes. once they get these units in, they need they then need to retest to say, are they working? Are the levels now at a safe level? Yeah. And that obviously takes time to test every day and see if it's actually working. Exactly. So that's why they're giving themselves. At least a month, but we, we, it could be more than that. There's, but as Emma says, we will keep you updated. So as soon as there's any news, we can come back on here and say, this is now what they've got. So they are, they are looking at short term solutions. So we're not talking years or we're not talking. No,
0: but, and hopefully it won't take too long. So first of all, we're going to just, talk you through what that does leave you as your pain relief options we won't go into too much detail today about what all of those mean Mm. we will put links below of some really great resources to go and research them as with anything in birth you need to look and consider your options look at the benefits look at the risks look at the alternatives weigh it all up and we're going to go through some of the alternatives because we know the reality is the majority of Women who are most worried about this with the lack of gas and air typically are the ones hoping for a less medicated birth, that were hoping to just use the gas and air, and are now feeling daunted by the fact that they're it's mostly more medical options available. Mm. So we're going to talk through a little bit more of the holistic and the Absolutely. non-medicated options. Yep. But first of all, the options you have. So with a home birth, we'll start yep. off with. Yeah. The good news is home birth is unchanged. Yep. Gas and gas and air, gas air is still, still there. available. Yep. You've got the use of water. If birth you hire yep. or buy a birth pool, yep. TENS machine, again, you would need to buy or hire that yourself. But yep. TENS machine yep. and net and that has not changed. No. So if you were already planning a home birth, carry on and yeah. actually if you were considering a birth center well birth, this might
1: encourage you more now as well maybe
0: it's worth looking into the birth, if you are birth if you are low
1: risk and don't have any complications during your pregnancy at the moment by all means
0: look into home birth yeah. to see if the that's evidence an option. is all there that it is just as safe as the birth center yeah particularly for baby And actually the evidence is that home birth is is the safest place for Mm. mum to give birth Mm. because your chances of C-sections, things like that, are lower. So it's definitely worth having a chat with the home birth team. They are great. You can pop an email again. We'll put all the the links in the episode, yeah. You can send them over an email and arrange a chat to find out if it is a good option for you. Based on
1: how your pregnancy's been going and any health risks, you can chat to them and say, is home birth a viable option for me? Yeah.
0: We're so definitely look into that. If you are still heading to the hospital and heading to the birth center, yeah, so that's the midwife led unit. Yep. There is no gas in it. No. So, that is leaving you with the options of all three of the birth center rooms have a pool. So, yeah, you, you can still have a birth you'll be pool. pool. Yeah. Um again, if you've got a tens machine, if you've got one, then yes get it's, using that
1: it's worth pointing out that on the chat this morning they did the the sash maternity team yeah they did say they don't have tens machines at the hospital no so we'd like be, to
0: have some but, but they don't at the <laughs> moment so
1: and actually that's a good thing because not a lot of people know that i think people expect that they're going to have TENS machine, they should have machines. yeah but they don't so if you want a tens machine you can hire, hire one by one
0: we can put them the, the below. <laughs> yeah
1: but you can bring a tens machine in with you yeah, yeah.
0: And then along a the little bit more medical lines, you also have the option of pephidine, which is an injected opioid, and also Oromorph, which is yeah. morphine that is taken orally.
1: Yeah. Now, it's worth also noting that they mm-hmm. did say if you do have pephidine or one of those, depending on how... Tired or sleepy, it makes you. They don't recommend you get into yeah, the birth you pool, if you... get out the pool. So you can still stay in this birth center. Yeah, nothing you wrong bed, with that. But if you do have one of those, you'll probably won't be able to go in the pool For because really water. Sleeping in the pool is not the best combination. Ideal, no. <laughs> so just bear that in mind. That if you do go down that route in the birth center, Absolutely. you'll probably have to use the bed or the pool, uh, the ball,
0: not the pool, but the ball, or yeah. any other option rather than the yeah. pool. Yeah. And do your research. Have a look into the pethidine and the oramorph look do that benefit risk analysis see how you feel about yeah. those options
1: and we should also point out being what we do of course that you have got your hypnobirthing options yeah. as well so again doing the relaxations listening to your audios doing the breathing, yeah, they are all still forms of... Now, they're not pain relief, but they are pain management yes. things.
0: Well, and the important thing to kind of remember with gas and air is it is not a magic pain relief. It no. is not completely getting rid of pain. Yeah. The main benefits of gas and air come from the fact that it slows down your breathing, it makes yeah. you control your breathing... And that gas and air, the nitrous oxide in it, makes you a bit lightheaded, takes the edge off, it distracts you a little bit, really, which is all replicable replicable in different ways with different techniques as well. Absolutely. It's all the same method
1: of calming the mind down, calming the breathing, calming the body down, which is what hypnobirthing techniques do as well. So there are other ways to get to that same place.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. Don't panic okay. <laughs> And if you do end up in labour ward or delivery suite Then your options are similar to the birth centre yeah. One of the rooms has a pool One out of nine rooms So you're not guaranteed a pool But there is a chance Yeah. Again, TENS machines are very welcome The Pethidine and Oromorph That you can have in the birth centre Also available in the yeah. delivery suite and then we've also got kind of the next level up, which is a new medication called Remifentanil. I say it's a yes. new medication; it's not new, but it's new in how it's being introduced to the women. Yes, because it
1: wasn't really it hasn't really been used in maternity wards as no. such not it, not commonly used no. as pephidine and that yeah,
0: it was something they were planning on in a few months but they're speeding up they're getting it rolling out yeah. for women because of this lack of gas should we air. just sort of quickly mention what it is in terms of how it works because it's yes. it's it's a bit different
1: to pephidine in is. terms of it's administered a slightly different way which is why you need to be in labor war to have yes. it because it's um well
0: a little bit different so you have things an injection yeah you have it it's a one-off dose that then lasts several hours kind of depending on how your body metabolizes things maybe three to four hours Yep. and then it wears off you can then have another dose if you want but it's all given via injection the remifentanil is a pump goes into your bloodstream which you are then in control of so it wears off much quicker than the pethidine that you can control and you can top it up as and when needed so you are in more control of that dosing which is good it comes with all the same kind of risks as the um, pethidine so again look into those of what that means for you absolutely but that is one option but
1: that's why it can only be done in the labor ward because you have to be monitored because it's a bit more medicated it's a bit more because you you're pumping it yourself so they do have to keep an eye on you to make sure you're you and baby are responding well yeah. to it but that's why that one has to be
0: in the labor ward yes and then of course the old favorite of the delivery suite <laughs> the epidural, that is unchanged yeah and they were very keen to reassure everyone like we said the maternity sash maternity did a live on their instagram just this morning, so on the 6th of July, which will be saved, can go onto their Instagram and view that. They were very keen to make sure that everyone is reassured that there is plenty of epidurals to go around. They are anticipating that more women will be asking for epidurals because of the lack of gas and air, and that they are equipped to deal with that extra demand.
1: And the good thing was they did say that it's going to be monitored on a daily basis. So they said we will monitor on a daily basis what the demands are mm-hmm. and they can make amendments based on that demand so if they Absolutely. feel like oh we've had a bit of an increase they can put plans in place to get yeah. you know making sure they're on top making sure on top, yeah. top of it yeah so yeah
0: they you know they don't want to be doing this they know they see the benefits of gas and air they um, you know it's not the maternity staff making this decision no, it's policy It's and all the fun of red tape and paperwork
1: so exactly. they will
0: have it back as soon as possible yeah but We've talked through those different options of what your remaining pain relief options are. Yeah. But if those more medicated things are options that you're keen to avoid, we're going to talk you through some things that you can do for yourself putting Absolute in place. Holistic methods. More holistic methods, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That can hopefully replace that gas and air for you. Yeah. So I will say one of the big first things is how you prepare for your labour. Yeah. If you are going into your birth not knowing what to expect i mean we've done our chatting about hypnobirthing you can, before we've yeah. got a whole episode i was gonna say we've got an we episode on, it. on here
1: already about how hypnobirthing yeah. works and the benefits of birth education exactly. but yeah if, if you the more prepared you feel for birth that's going to really help take away a lot of the fear feel more confident yeah. and um in a, in a in a sense it's um a pain relief in itself yeah. because the,
0: the more calm you feel the less fear you feel yeah there's yeah loads of evidence that people yeah. that do hypnobirthing ask for the stronger pain relief options less frequently because yeah. they are not feeling the need as much
1: because they know what to expect they know yeah. what their body's they've going got to tools. do they they they've got tools exactly so you you're less likely to go oh I need that drug right now because yeah. you're thinking nope I understand what's going on I'm okay
0: I'm, yeah yeah so we're talking breathing techniques relaxation techniques um self-belief self-confidence absolutely yeah. not having gas and air is not going to make or break your labor no, your body exactly. is still going to do its thing and you will have tools to cope with it. and
1: even like your audio so when you do hypnobirthing you're obviously given audios to listen to throughout your pregnancy yeah. take those along with you oh, God, there's nothing no. to say that you can't sit in your room with your headphones on no. listening to those yeah. audio tracks take them with you and listen
0: to them and- in the hospital as well yeah and all the staff at East Surrey Hospital are very pro-hypnobirthing they will support you in however you need that to work for yourself whether that's having the tracks playing whether it's helping with your environment getting your lighting which we've discussed before in another episode about
1: you know creating the
0: really nice birthing which actually
1: the birth center is lovely anyway we've said that before you can create a home from home environment exactly um
0: so all those things can really help Your second kind of option, as we briefly discussed this already, but is the considering your home birth. If you are eligible for the birth centre, even if you're not sure, there is a service called Birth Choices where you can talk that through with the midwives and kind of the nuances of your own personal medical background of what is right for you. But as we said, the gas and air is available at home. So if it is an option for you and something you feel really strongly about, home birth is a safe option for you and you have the options that you were wanting to have available. Have a so chat it's definitely worth having a chat. Have a chat.
1: Again, we can put um, email addresses in this episode. We can put yes. all the SASH email Jamie. emails in the details so you know who to contact to
0: discuss these options. Yes. Your next kind of thing is looking at your own pain relievers so we produce a hormone called endorphin it sounds like morphine for a reason it works in a very similar way and actually there is a sort of study recently that said our own naturally produced endorphins has the capability of being 200 times stronger than morphine i've seen that as well but without all of the medical side effects Mm. that morphine comes with Mm. so Having your own endorphins flowing is going to do you good. It is a natural pain relief that you can use. You will naturally produce it during labour anyway, in response to your contractions. You will be producing it, Mm. but there are things you can do absolutely to boost your endorphins. Boost those lovely endorphins. What one is your favourite way, Becca?
1: Well, I mean, I do love the whole, because it's all tied in with oxytocin as well, isn't it? The the happy love hormone and that side of things. Um, But I do love the whole, um, you know, if if it's something that you enjoy, the whole massage side of things. So the whole, if your birth partner is able to do that with you, giving you really nice... Bottom of the back massage. Yeah,
0: nice, really, really firm nice firm firm massage. Firm massage because
1: again, it's sort of a nice, really nice um comfort measure. Well, it's in
0: a couple of Gets ways. Gets the oxytocin it? yeah. going,
1: it's a loving gest- gesture, and yeah. like you so say, it helps to produce those endorphins. Yeah, your
0: body's response to that pressure. To that is, pressure. Oh, that's a little bit uncomfortable have some more endorphins i also like with the massage the complete opposite to that even though it makes me feel a bit cringy when i think about it is the really really soft touch yes i like that one as well. so tickly tickly fingertips yeah your birth partner running their fingertips over your arms your chest your back whatever it be to that point that it is a bit tingly and uncomfortable because your brain is so confused by that it's like i don't know what that sensation is yeah i'm not sure if i like it or not just in case let's kickstart a load of endorphins. It's very clever now. Very, very clever. Well, my favourite phrase is the brains are very clever but very stupid. Why does it think it hurts and produces it? Because it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But you're still going to get the endorphins. Yeah. The other thing that works very, very similar to that is a TENS machine. I was about to say very similar. I love a TENS machine. I use a TENS machine both of my labours. Yeah. Love them. What it is, is a little machine that you attach electrodes to your back and you set it off going. The earlier in your labour, the better, because you're going to build up the endorphins to it. Basically, it's electrical stimulation of your back. Your brain goes... You're electrocuting me. Well, yes, what is that? What are you doing?
1: No, it's not painful. It's not painful. It's not painful. It's needles, is the best way to describe it. It's sensations. But your brain will think, oh, something's going on here. What are these? And it will
0: send loads of endorphins. Loads of
1: endorphins to go to that area and go, what's going on here? Like, what is this? And it's almost like because it's concentrating on those. It can't concentrate
0: on yes the actual surges of the contractions exactly. So your, they, yeah, a maternity tens is what you need, just not a normal standard tens. Because yes, the maternity once has the boost button that you press during your contractions, and it really does boost the intensity of the stimulation it's doing. If you were to do it, not in labour, you would go. Oh, that's quite uncomfortable. Yeah, mid labour when you're in the throes of contraction. Yeah. All it does, does is make your clear. brain pay less attention to the contraction yeah. you are doing because it's concentrating on those electrical, yes. sim, you
1: know, stimulations going on. In your, and and I like, say it's not painful. No. People might listen and go, "Oh, that sounds." It's not painful. No. It's just a different form of, like you say, it feels slightly. Oh, what's this? It's, it's, it's quite, like, yeah, it's like a. And now I know somebody that used it during her labour, and she said, with that and the breathing. And the relaxation yeah. techniques, that's
0: all I needed. That is my second labour, apart from the last sort of two, three minutes whilst I was actually giving birth. Yeah. That was all I had. I, yeah. touched I it, and and had clushed gas and I know people that have only had... And actually, I think if the yeah. gas in air hadn't been put in my hand in front of me, I would have been fine
1: with that yeah. TENS machine. Yeah. yeah. And I know okay. people that have just had that and using the yeah. breathing techniques. What and a nice
0: thing with the TENS is because you're pressing that boost button during that contraction, yep. it's giving you that extra boost of pain relief. Yeah during that contraction much like gas and air does because you only use the gas and air during the contractions and then you feel good in between times yes and it's that similar it's not something you're just relying on being a baseline thing that's keeping you comfortable no no it's 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 giving you that real
1: boost when you're having a surge
0: when you most need it and i think that for me right now is probably the Closest you're, the closest to you're gonna get. yeah, the effects that gas and the air will have in how you're feeling. Yeah, I agree with yeah. you there. I think it's the closest you're going to get to a
1: non-medicated form of of pain relief. Yeah. The TENS machine is probably the closest to gas and air probably you're going to get. Definitely.
0: And they're really not expensive. It's about £30, £40 pound to hire one is for it f- about six weeks. I was going to save a block, but I would make inquiries
1: sooner rather than later because... Yeah. Obviously, they do get hired in advance. They there some might, pla- be of high right there
0: might be a bit higher demand. There might be
1: well, following yeah. today's announcement, there might be a bit more in demand, and yeah. obviously, companies are going to have to try them.
0: Yeah. So you can also buy them. You can buy them secondhand. Just yeah. buy brand new electrodes for them. Oh, definitely for a buy kind new of electrodes. Hygiene yes. yes. point of view. <laughs> yes. But apart from that, a secondhand tens machine will work exactly the same way yeah, as the one that you exactly. got hired it's the same so do also. you if that's something you're
1: interested in start looking now start yeah. looking at companies and different so you know where yeah, to get, get one from don't do it the night before
0: no you do
1: date <laughs> you're, you're gonna have
0: to do it in advance a little bit of research and then another neat little endorphin producing trick is combs yeah literally your bog standard 99p plastic comb from boots Ideally two, one in each hand. But if you've only got one, it's not going to be the end of the world. Really simply hold it in your palm, squeeze the kind of the pins of the comb, the teeth of the comb into your palm and give it a good squeeze. You're in complete control of it. It will be a little bit uncomfortable, Mm. but you're in control of that. Your brain will produce It's those the same toxins. thing
1: as the TENS machine in a yeah. way. It's, it's can... signaling to the brain, going, yeah. Oh, I've got some uncomfortableness in
0: that yeah. area. And it sends signals to that part of the body. Exactly. And distraction. And the again, same method. don't need to mm-hmm. do it in between your contractions, but you can give it a good squeeze during. It's a distraction. Really simple, really easy. You've probably even got some combs around the house already. You yeah. well, go to the Poundland. Yeah, go to like pound the really it's not expensive. Yeah. You can get fancy, beautiful wooden ones. They're lovely if that's what you want to. Treat yourself too, but the plastic 99p it's, one will work. Exactly it's the, the same, same way. effort. Same effort. You really think about those endorphins, they will be your best friend. Yeah. The cheerleader. Yes. <laughs> um Of course, there's bath pools. Getting in the water. The water, water is, is fantastic, known to be a really lovely relief during labour. Yeah. The warmth, the weight coming off. Yep. The we're all trained to find baths relaxing. We have, we stick on a bubble bath with a candle when we want to chill out, regardless, let alone when you're in labour. Like, it's the oh, yeah. like ultimate bath. You can actually fit your whole bump underneath well, it. Well,
1: I was going to say, <laughs> actually, <laughs> when I was in labour with my first, um, you know, things were a bit slow to begin with. Mm. I had a bath yeah, at was, in. And they went, oh, you've gone from three centimetres to seven yeah, in the space no. of 20 minutes. Exactly. That 10, 15 minutes in the bath. Yeah made such a difference because i relaxed yeah. because i felt the warmth relax my body relax my muscles obviously then that got things going yeah. so water has, like you said been well known as a great pain yeah. relief and to help boost
0: things along as well and if you can't get in a pool for some reason whether that be due to some kind of risk factor or you're in delivery suite and not in the room with a pool they all have on sweet bathrooms with the showers bath, Bathroom shower. some of them do have baths they've yeah. at least all got a shower even standing under a nice warm running shower absolutely the pressure on your back the water running over your tummy and all you of those get, things and you can
1: get a chair to sit on so if you're yeah. thinking oh i may not want well, yeah, to stand you know. up because i you know i don't sit want to stand up ball in there Waterproof.
0: yeah chair birthing
1: birthing ball I'm trying to say not pool birthing <laughs> ball um Bring a chair in, a plastic chair in, they've all got plastic chairs, a lot of yeah. these are on sweet bathrooms. Um, sit in a chair with the shower running
0: on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we already talked a little bit about breathing techniques, but all your hypno They really don't. will. They work in all birth environments. The difference. Yeah. When we feel pain, we hold our breath. Yeah. When we hold our breath, we are tensing. Tensing our bodies our muscles don't work and we yeah. are not getting oxygen in. Yeah. If the one little kind of nugget of information you take away from this is breathe through your contractions yeah keep your body relaxed yeah. keep oxygen coming into your body do you your quite core. like oxygen your baby quite likes oxygen yeah your muscles like oxygen yeah keep your breathing calm and steady it will help, help. absolutely even helps in the mind and the body yeah even in itself it mimics what you're doing with the gas and air anyway when yeah. you're breathing your gas and air you have to breathe that in during your contractions otherwise if you do you're going the to be deep doing breath anything to take it in take a deep breath in Actually, and I don't know for sure whether or not this would be an option, so don't quote me on it, but I definitely read a study the last couple of years from an Australian researcher and they had looked at women using the valves that they breathe gas and air through, not attached to anything. The women knew it wasn't attached to anything, but even then doing their breathing through this valve in itself had a huge effect because it forced them to control their breathing, it forced them to slow it down and to take really deep breaths. Even ask, is there a valve, the yeah. changeable valves that they put on just for each woman? Can I know? have a valve not attached to Do you anything know what? I was thinking to was, convince myself that I've got my gas and
1: air? I was thinking this earlier. So after I'd listened to that Instagram mm. line this morning from the Sacha Maternity, I was sitting there thinking, well, if you don't actually have the gas and air... If there's a way of mimicking it, yeah. I was actually this came into my head thinking actually holding something or putting something yeah, in your mouth and breathing you through. Yeah, bite on it a little buy bit. Bite on it and you have to breathe a bit of through. Resistance to your breath. a resistance It's a placebo effect. Yeah. So even though you're not getting the actual um, nitroxide itself, yeah. it's still the placebo it's effect metal. of breathing through something. And I, that did come yeah. into my mind earlier. So we haven't
0: actually checked with the staff that that is an option. But from the practical, logical side of it, it makes sense. So yeah. I have an ask. Yeah see if ones around that you can use yeah and then our kind of very last little bits are educate yourself learn about those pain relief options that we've talked through so you understand them we talked about the benefits and risks but when it comes down to the risks understand how they affect you and if you can how you can avoid them yeah look at the
1: alternatives yeah if if it doesn't sound if if one type of pain relief doesn't sound good for you Look at the alternative options and go, okay, what are the benefits and risks of these ones instead? And look at all the options.
0: And it's not going to benefit you going, oh, my God, there's no gas now. I really don't want an epidural and letting yourself get into this kind of fear response about that. Absolutely. Educate yourself about it so that you can logically think about it. Understand that if you do decide in labour that you really do want to use it, you know how to use it to the best of its ability. Have the low dose. Make sure you can still move around. Make sure you're in nice upright positions. All of those little things yeah. that will minimise those risks that come with it. Educate yourself or make and also it's
1: a good point you say about not getting in that fear sort of cycle, reframing your thoughts about yeah. it all. So instead of thinking, "Oh no, there's no gas and air What am I going to do?" Let's right. reframe that thought and yeah. think, "Okay, there's no gas in there. However." There are yeah. other, other, other options available to me. I've
0: got tools I've available. I've
1: got tools available. I've got options available. I'm not being left out in the dark yeah. there are So actually reframe your thoughts about the whole thing. Yeah, actually, you can
0: really feel there's a real tangible fear in the air around absolutely. it. All the comments on the live, people are understandably worried because absolutely. the option they want has been taken but away from the month you end. can
1: look at work other options and you can work for it and, you know don't like I say don't get into this whole fear pain cycle of what am I going to do like I say reframe yeah absolutely. look at look at it in a different way and say, nope I've got options available I can take away with me and like Definitely. Emma says do your research and the pros and cons and it will be fine exactly it will be absolutely fine
0: your very very last option that we can think of is you do still have the option of going to different hospitals if you so wish. Yeah. At this current time, none of the other surrounding hospitals have this ban in place. Doesn't mean that won't change. They are mm. all the hospitals are having to undergo this process of testing the levels and putting in the measures. So look at your options. Obviously, depending, we're talking about the East Surrey Hospital, so mm. you listening are likely in that kind of area. But depending where you live, that is different options, but. Off the top of my head, you've got some of the more southern ones like Haywards Heath. You've got yep. more further kind of up north, Epsom, St Helier, Croydon. Yep. There are options going over to Guildford. There's kind or of even Kentway if you really going want over to. Kentway. Kentway. Depending yeah. on where you live, there'll be different ones within sort of a half an hour drive or so that do have the options and you have the option to self-refer yourself to any other hospital if you do want to make that move you probably ideally want to do it sooner rather than later so that it's not a mad rush but the reality is if you're due yesterday and are waiting to go into labour if you turn up at a hospital in labour that you even if you've never been there before if you're there you've got your notes and you're in labor they aren't going to send you away so it's never too late So research your options. make sure you know about the hospital all of those things i was going to say research
1: hospital research how long it would take you to get there and all those side of things but it
0: really is a huge huge worry for you you do have the option of seeking out that gas and air elsewhere elsewhere
1: or like we said earlier if you are a low risk pregnancy and are able to have a home birth and that appeals to you then you could look at
0: and again you can basically not be too late to do that you could be due today get in touch with them yeah right now get the ball rolling yeah
1: and like we say we'll leave all the emails in this podcast yeah um of different people you can contact um But yeah, I think the bottom line is, please don't panic. I think that's what we're trying to say. There are always options. And me and Emma are here. So if you've got any questions or, you know, you're interested in looking into hypnotherapy a bit more, we are here. So you can talk to me and Emma. Absolutely. um, You know, look into hypnobirthing if that's something that appeals to you as another
0: option as well. Absolutely. Right. We'll we'll leave it there. Go do your research. Have your thinking. (laughs) And yeah, like we said, don't panic. It will all be okay talk to you soon
1: bye thank you for tuning in to the east surrey bump to baby podcast today if you have any topics you'd like us to cover in the upcoming episodes please do get in touch you can find me becca at be your own birth on www.beyourownbirth.co.uk and you can also
0: find me on facebook and instagram And you can find me, Emma, at Calm Mama Collective, www.carmamacollective.co.uk and on Instagram, I am calmama underscore hypnobirthing. We'll see you next time.